Unite Wedding Photographers, welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 134. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, the mythical... No, I'm not the mythical. I'm the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontification. Oh, live show. In good company with the mythical legend myself, Mr. Neil Urban. Hello, hey. everybody. Good to be here. And uh, we're also here with the chatty Cathy of the Hudson Valley, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara. Oh, God. Oh, Hello. God. <laughs> hey, hard. you guys want to entertain? This is about as much entertainment I can get in my initial reach. Okay, You're a very I'll, I'll special young boy, Mr. Ferrara. Um, <laughs> and we're also joined by the good neighbor of good neighbors, Ms. Lindsay Daddario. What's happening? Hey, not much. <laughs> not, not much. What are you talking about? Should we call it? Should we say? Should we say unite former wedding photographers? Is that, is that how I get started? Start the podcast at this point. Unite former wedding. We could just be photographers. Yeah. Although we're not even really taking any pictures. Although you took pictures of your baby this week, so that counts. That's something. <laughs> That's something. Um, something. So I guess do we want to do a roundtable? Does that even make sense anymore? Um, so, I don't. Sure. Let's let's sure. get the conversation going. Somebody, somebody, go. Jimmy, what's up? Oh, all right. Hi. Um. Yep. Uh, doing a lot of stuff around the house. Uh, yard work, painting things. I don't know. I, I watching paint. You guys, if, if you guys follow me on my on uh, at Jimmy Graph on my personal Instagram page, um, I attempted to. This is just a riveting story. I can see where it's going already. You know, I, I cleaned out my fridge, which ended up taking like all day. And <laughs> I guarantee at the bottom of your fridge, underneath drawers in your own home, there's caked on hair. It's not my hair. Not my hair. It was so disgusting. It's so not, it's I not find my hair or Neil's doing... hair either. <laughs> no. So it's not my what, hair. Yeah. Is that <laughs> well, when could be. I start a project? And I don't know if you guys are doing the same thing. When you start a project, um, you know, you take it. There's no rush, right? You don't have to get done at a certain time unless you're using daylight. I just find it's it's kind of fun. It's all right. It's cool. It's it is what it is. And then you it, it ends up being far longer than you would have thought. That's that's you know I didn't think it would take me four or five hours to do that fridge. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm finding all these things I'm doing now around the house are just taking much longer than I thought, which is a good thing. So yeah, that's about it. That's that's really it. That's great. Jimmy, that fridge was gross. It oh, I didn't so see the post. Uh, oh, it's damn. disgusting. It's, it's, I had to take a paint scraper. Yeah, you come in. I'm like scraping. Goo gone. Then I'm using Ajax with a brush, with a, with a sponge, and an, like a steel wool type brush. Not like steel wool, but like a hard brush to get. It was so disgusting. So bad. That's so, a perfect example of one of those projects, though, that you're like, oh, if only I had you know more time. <laughs> We're finally actually checking some of this stuff. Off the yeah, list. I have a whole quarantine list. I don't know about you guys. I got stuff around to, that is like, paint this, do that here, clean here, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
I was thinking the other day that wedding season would have started for me like two weeks ago. And I'm doing a lot of things in the last couple of weeks that were like my off season goals. And I'm like, oh, this is I wouldn't have done these this off season. It would have got put off a whole other year. If I didn't Mm -hmm. have this extra time now come like October, I have no idea what I'm going to do with myself. (laughs) But like so far, there's still like a lot of things to check off the list. So haven't tackled the fridge yet. Yep. That's, <laughs> right, I'll pass. I'll pass on the baton to whoever wants to go next. Okay. To go. So so far we've got uh, we've cleaned out a fridge. <laughs> That's what we've got for running for tires tonight. What else do we got? <laughs> we actually will get to actual questions. You know we do the round table, everybody, right? So uh, <laughs> what else do we got? Neil, you've been uh, cleaning out the basement. <laughs> Is that what we want to talk about on the podcast today? No. Um... I haven't done anything. <laughs> Here, since we're live on video, I guess I can show you guys my uh, my backyard of what I've been working on. Look, yeah. look yeah. at how green that grass is. That's yeah. nice. grass right there. Yeah. yeah. And that beautiful um, river. And then, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll give you guys a studio tour, I guess. Awesome. So, so here's the hallway. No, I'm I'm on the computer. I'm just carrying my laptop around. Oh, okay, okay. So people enter the store. <laughs> they go that way instead of going that way into my house. So they go that way, and then oh, just just don't, a quick don't, don't for, for listeners that are listening to just <laughs> yeah. the audio version of this podcast. Oh, we do yeah. have the video feed that's in the Facebook. Oh, group we are doing audio, aren't we? Okay, well, okay. well, this will be an audio so, podcast, um, and I don't edit. I don't edit this shit later on. So okay, I'm just saying good, good. For, for people that are listening on the audio version, you can watch Neil show his studio in the yeah. Facebook group for whatever time you night. Continue, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a door for people to escape um, out into the backyard. And uh, we installed a big five, five by six foot window right there to allow beautiful light in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wall back there, it's a nice dark gray for like family portraits and stuff. And that's where what? we're going to hang some prints. Here's so you're not piece. shooting at that wall. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll we'll be shooting against that wall. All, all I'm going to do is take the frames down when I shoot it. Gotcha. Then there's a there's a staircase for the upstairs office and changing room and bathroom, and that's all I have for now. And well, there there's that's going to be that well that's a storage kind of space. Cool. Are so, you doing all this yourself? Are you doing all the drywall yourself and all that? Or have you no, ever we, done we that before? No, well, no, we paid a contractor to do like the heavy duty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my father-in-law are doing all the finishing work. Cool, man. Looks That's awesome. why it's taking about three months, just because you know the situation. Cool. That, that was <laughs> yeah. There's there's a little tour photography for related. The studio. Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, other other than that, um, I'm not proud of it, but we just we just sent out our first non disclosure agreement, which. I can't talk about on the show, but I'm, um, you know, it's, Wait, it's, it's, it's for what you mean? Like your yeah, photographs, somebody that, that you're not allowed to say what, what it is yet. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we had a, we had a problem with a client and we had to, we had to meet halfway and, uh, uh and we had to send out non-disclosure agreement as to where they can't talk crap about us and oh. vice versa. So therefore I can't really talk about it on the show, but I just, mm. I don't know. I just want to throw it out there. Just get off my chest that mm-hmm. it's, it's done with this, this huge thing that, that's been like it's like building up and all of a sudden now now it's 
it's done. It's done. I, so I just feel good. Um, yeah, I feel good now. So I just had to get that off the off my chest. Cool. Mm-hmm. Other than that, not much. Lindsay, what's up? What's up? I'm sorry you're dealing with that, Neil. I've been there. We talked about it a little this yeah. week. <laughs> you know, Lindsay, th- thank you so much for sending out some information just because I wanted to gather some information of non-disclosure agreements from other photographers, see what they've done in the past. And thank you so much for helping me out with that. Um, you and uh, t- t- I think two other photographers helped me out. So thank you. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And what's, what's crazy about this whole thing is that I'm – I'm talking to photographers that I've never really talked to before, you know, like building these friendships, like, like we're talking to each other like every day now. (laughs) And and it's, it's, it's just awesome that people have your back and you've never even met them before. So it's really cool. But yeah. Yep. What's going on? Yeah. Unfortunately I had a non-disclosure agreement (laughs) to offer Neil this. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a funny story, so I'll tell it. Because, um, you know, what else are we going to do here? So this was probably maybe 10 years ago now. I photographed this wedding that I, I think I knocked it out of the park. It was awesome. And uh, delivered some uh, teaser photos right away. Um, I had a real busy year that year, so it was maybe like a three-month turnaround time. Like, it was long. And I deliver the photos. I get this email from the bride and groom that they love them. They're perfect. They're exactly what they wanted. And then all of a sudden, I start getting these zero-star reviews from the father of the bride, like all, like everywhere. The not Weddingware, Google, Facebook, like everywhere you can possibly leave a zero-star review. And then I get this email basically saying that he had some party that he went to that he wanted to show the photos off at and he didn't have the photos to show off and therefore he wanted a refund of like I don't know a thousand dollars or something like that I don't remember it was a long time ago but um so basically my choice was to fight this guy or give him a thousand dollars and a non-disclosure to take all of these reviews off the internet now, mind you, there was not a single email from them leading up to this point saying like, hey, we've got this event coming up. We really want some photos. And they had highlights from the whole day right away. So they still had like photos to show off at a party or whatever. Um, and I ended up just the amount of money I would have had to pay a lawyer to, to deal with all of it would have been more than the thousand dollars and the hassle. I was just paying them off. And the craziest part about this is that once I looked up who this guy was, he was one of those uh, traveling, like, religious healer people who, like, puts his hands on people's heads. It's like, you, you're um, healed just... or whatever, and they fall to the ground. <laughs> like, travels the world doing this. So he's actually a professional scam artist, <laughs> as it turns well, that's out. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> And wasn't from the area at all. They had a destination wedding um, up in this region. And so, uh, you know, he had no, like, personal connection to me. There's, you know, he had nothing to lose. So he's like, yeah, I'll just see if I can leave a bunch of bad reviews for this person and get some money off of them. And it worked. So anyway, that's why I had an NDA <laughs> to compare for Neil. <laughs> Was uh, the reviews done? My uh, mind wasn't that or- bad, thankfully. <laughs> was the bad reviews on the knot or a wedding wire? Everywhere. Everywhere, Everywhere you could leave a review. And with no explanation. It wasn't like, 
Um, and it was zero stars for like all the different categories. So, you know, value and professionalism yeah. and all the different things you can get a zero for, which some of them wouldn't even make sense. Um, and I only got and the only tiniest bit of a complaint I got was about turnaround time from him, not from the couple, from him. And after all this happened, I got another follow-up email from the groom that was like, hey, I feel really bad about all of this. This is terrible. Like, we love our photos and just wanted to let you know that, like, we have no issues whatsoever. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. Could you talk to your father-in-law, please? Yeah, so the father must have had to go and start an account on Wedding Wire as if he's a groom-to-be. And then, yeah, and that's the thing. Know? Like, he's not on the contract. He's not technically my client, which I, means I can totally fight it he has no right to post anything he's i don't have a contract with them he's not my client right but to do that i would have had to go through all kinds of trouble and it just wasn't worth my time and energy it's like just wanted to be done with it and at the same time it's like man i really want to fight this guy because screw him you know <laughs> like, fyi the not will listen to a case if you if you contact a not saying listen i got this bad review from this from this bride or groom, whatever the case was, it's completely false. They'll they'll put it on hold. They'll take it off. They might put it back again. But then they yeah. say, okay, you got to plead your case. You got to. They'll act like a judge. And then because that happened to me with this one bride late at night. I think I told the story, and uh, she was just wrong in, in what she said. Like as far as we didn't have time to do this. I'm like, because you were almost two hours late for the ceremony. I'm like, what? How's that? Much? We're all waiting for the bride. And I'm like, that's not true. And I, I said to the, my contact, I'm like, here, you can get into this gallery. Feel free to download the images. You'll see the times on the images. Go right ahead and call the venue. Ask when a ceremony always starts at this time. And then find out what time it started then. You can see by the EXIF data. Sure enough, I won. And the, the, it got pulled. But wedding, so, wedding wire so, won't do that, though. Wedding wire so, like, Jimmy, so it. you have to plead your case to the not? Yeah. There's some, someone steps who, in. Who are they to be like a judge? Yeah. I mean, because when I listen, did it, if it's, if it's an opinion-based thing, saying um, the bride's like, I just didn't like the person, I don't like the images, they were mean. You can't prove that. If it's something where I was, the review that was towards me was something solid, uh, more about like the timing of the day, and uh, maybe I arrived late, stuff that I can prove that I didn't do, then you, then they have a case. I, that was just a few years ago. That might, it might have changed since then. See, I, I don't like that at all. And um, I know a photographer who's who who went through like, um, kind of like a little battle of of giving back money, um, and her clients paid by Square. So she's trying. Uh, the clients tried to reverse the charges through Square, and Square's trying to be the judge. It's, it shouldn't be up to Square of, to be the judge of who gets the money or not. I, I don't like this. Well, who else is going to be? I mean, the, 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 if it's the someone from the system. knot, if it's someone from the knot, well, why not? That's what lawyers and judges are for. That's what it was when I went through it. So the knot or whoever it was, wedding wear, they would take it down temporarily, but then you had to show them it was the, knot. Like, the legal proof that it went through the court system and that, you know, that you won the the suit or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they then they would take it off permanently. And it was only, I think it was only maybe like 30 days at the time. And it's foggy. It was a long time ago. But they would they would not be the judge. They mm. didn't want to be held liable for any of that at the time. So yeah. I don't know if that's changed or. But just for our listeners, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. You never you're not going to get, you know, if you have 20 reviews and are all positive, it's great. But when you start getting into the hundreds of reviews after time goes by, there's going to be a couple 
I've had, I even look back at someone they gave me like a two star and they're like, oh, it was a great day. I'm like, what? Why was what's a two star? <laughs> it's like they hit it accidentally. My first post, my first, my very first on Facebook, my JFP page uh, on Facebook. The, my first review is a one star, and that's it. And I'm like, and I said to him, like, I don't even know who you are. I, I don't even know your name. What the hell are you talking about? Why just why just give me a one star thing? Still, if you really dig and scroll, it's still there. It's kind of funny. So I just let it. I I don't. There's only a handful of bad reviews out there for me. It's like I think one that I couldn't just fight. Chick is crazy, crazy. <laughs> I'll say that again. It bears. You actually, actually, Jimmy, you won't say that again. It's the day and, and then afterwards, and I'm like, it's <laughs> cutting out. So uh, oh, you only said it sorry. one time. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Good enough. Um, but you're back now. Anyway, I'm I'm moving on from the topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> do we have any main topics that we want to talk about, or is this just a question show? Just a I question. had something right. interesting happen to me today. Okay, go for Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. So, uh, okay, the quick backstory is that last week I went through some older weddings from venues that I really like to shoot and decided I would do some blog posts and things from that. Uh, so I did a blog post and then took a few favorite images, made a little Dropbox, and sent it off to this venue. And like, I did a lot of work on it. You know, I was thinking this will be a nice treat for this venue. They'll be excited. Maybe they'll post some. Great. Uh, what's the number one thing you write in that email about your photos when you send it to the venue? Uh, like you want these emails for their promo use? Yeah. Mean? Yeah. For their social yeah. media. Or whatever. Like uh, either maybe. watermark. Yeah. Right, Andy. Just make sure that yeah. that uh, if it's a venue that you know you're gonna tag me and all that kind of stuff. If if you're you know, and, and what I usually say is if you're gonna use something without tagging me for your you know for the for the you know for the venue itself, then they have to you know I would give them a uh, an invoice for what they want to use it for. But if they're gonna use my watermark versions or whatever, if it's watermarked or if it's not, I say social media. Don't worry about the watermark, whatever. But they can't do that. And then also the other thing I tell them is. Because uh, Neil, remember you had that problem with the one venue where they're taking your photos and then watermarking them with their own shit. Like you gotta. <laughs> so I also tell oh, them, I put please don't that do one. that because that's ridiculous. You know. So I also mentioned that to them. But uh... okay, now what's the second thing you would put in that email about your photos? Or should oh, I just tell you? There's a second thing. I mean, Not allowed maybe to be I ha- printed. What was that, Neil? Shouldn't be printed. Um. What about filters? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on. No, I, I forget Still, about that, Lindsay. Was, Damn it. Just, I yeah, filters started that. like so three and a half years ago. I know. Really? So, <laughs> so Okay, okay, Instagram filters. I'm sorry. Yeah. Snapchat filters are very two months That would have been funny. It was not that. Uh, so I think what happened, so this particular venue, I think the person that runs their social media is just like a nice lady who doesn't really like know a lot of stuff about social media or whatever. And I think what happened, so I sent a Dropbox and um, the Dropbox folder has, you know, the, the perfectly sharpened for web watermarked photos for her to download and, and reuse. And I mentioned, you know, exactly what you said, Andy, please um, credit my account, wrote exactly what the tag should say, all of that stuff, forgot the part about don't crop it, don't add filters. So I think what she did was 
I don't think she knew how to get the photos from her computer into Instagram. So I think she took photos with her phone of her computer screen. (laughs) So they're like completely blurry. And then added some kind of crazy yellow filter and then went nuts. Like, you know how most people will do like one photo a week or one photo a day? Like they were, I was just getting notification after notification. Like my phone is blowing up. She, po- I gave her like forty photos, and she's just like posting oh, all no. of them. Oh <laughs> no! And I'm just like, make it stop. Tag, make tagging it you stop. with the with the awesome filter on it. With the and, awesome. At least she tagged you. And that's the funny thing. <laughs> she's I'm halfway the there. Person she's ever tagged, and like I made sure I said, please tag me. And all, there's not a lot of photos on their page yet. It's a newer page, so I thought like, okay, this will be great. Like, like you can use some of my photos because they don't. Have have much and man the whole feed is like all of my photos now and they're like pictures of pictures with this like pea yellow filter <laughs> so i'm like sending her messages on instagram i'm emailing her like stop please stop <laughs> I, I i should add that into uh my cut and paste little thing i say when uh, I, a new vendor or even a past vendor And, you know, I do it with clients and I have like kind of a preset little blurb. I could have easily copy pasted in there, but it was just like, I I, I don't know. I just didn't think of it. I had a a problem. She got my message. She started reposting. She's still cropping them weird and she's still posting like like all night long. She's posting them, but they're not blurry anymore and they don't have a filter. So I think we I kind of like walked her through how to do it. Because I figured, like, maybe she just doesn't know and she's just taking screenshots because that's what she thinks she has to do. So I just, like, gave some little step-by-step instructions and now she's reposting. So I think we're good now. <laughs> I had a bride post a, a picture anniversary. The wedding was th- this day, I think, four years ago, maybe, give or take. And um, the photo was horrific. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 there was a watermark thing on the stamp, fine, but it was such a horrible, horrible resolution. I went back into ShootProof. Found that photo, downloaded it, cropped it a little bit, fine-tuned it, did a little Photoshop on it, sent it, commented on the Facebook feed saying, thanks for sharing this. I'm like, but could you please use this photo instead, a little smiley face? And she didn't. She thanked me for it. Now, what would that take? Two minutes? But that's going to happen to, to listeners. It's going to happen. People are not that smart. They're going to do just what Lindsay, that the vendor did. Take the picture of their phone. Yay. <laughs> I took some solace knowing that she was probably really excited. Yeah, so you're like, as opposed to asking us. So I mean, a lot of times, you know, you not you you just might not know what's happening. But uh, if you know what's happening, and you can make it better for your own sake. It's 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 just it's fine. Like what I did, I wasn't mad that she posted that photo. I mean, I think she has the digital files. Even she must, but even if she doesn't, I don't think she does actually. So you know, what I did was like, okay, let me make this better for my own sake to make that image look good you know and yeah. there you go and it's a, and sometimes you know what, what the headshots i do now and then those headshots for a local gym we i barter with them so and the, the people know that they need to use the, the the headshot professionally for like a yoga instruction or a website then they contact me now and then it gets out there on like a, a facebook profile feed and i'm like well i don't really i'm fine i'm fine with it because it's just going to promote and it's just their face it's just their face on there it's not a business thing. And, I, and I just let it kind of slide. I'm like, fine. In fact, one of my clients, she did that. And, and on her website was that photo. And I didn't, I, I finally found out because I did a new shoot with her. I said, and I said, by the way, that's really not legal. 
And she was like, oh, I wasn't aware. I'm like, I know. It, it happens all the time. But yeah, you can't tell a cop, hey, I wasn't aware I can't carry a gun to state lines in your state. They're going to go, I don't care. Get in the back. You got to make sure you know. So uh, educate your, your people. Listeners, you know, do remember that we have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers? For former wedding photographers. <laughs> By former wedding photographers. Thank you very much. <laughs> the show goes live. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so dumb. Uh, we should just do shots. Roughly every other week. If we're it, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe. Oh, it's not even iTunes anymore. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And uh, help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com or connect with us on our Facebook group. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. By the way, before we even get into because the rest of the show is just going to be a question show, um, and if you're um, people, you know, we have some questions that, that Lindsay posted earlier in the day. And then uh, if people are listening in the live stream, I, I don't know if anybody really is. But if you are, feel free to ask questions when we get to those to the questions as we kind of go along there. Um, but I do want to mention, do we want to do that? We want to do the um, Lindsay, you me- you messaged me earlier today. Should we do the critique show? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Better. Nothing now else than, to than, do. Than, than ever, because what else do we have to do on the show right now? Um, so let's say do and man, no, what else is anybody doing? Should we do two weeks? Or sometimes I like to give it a couple episodes so that people have um, a reminder. Should we just go for two it? Two weeks. We can do. It we can do sure. two episodes though. Yeah, okay. usually we have to break it, it up into a couple, episodes. anyways. Yeah, so yeah. that'll give some no- people the chance for next time, and then. Gotcha. So what'll be nice is this time, you know, because we're doing the video stuff now, um, we'll be able to kind of present people's work as we're um, doing the the show. Um, so let's say we'll start next episode, which is we do we're a bi weekly wedding photography podcast. So a couple weeks from today, we'll do uh, the 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 first round of uh, just critiques. So. I think I'm. This is totally off the cuff of my head now because I'm not. I haven't looked back at what we did in the past. But let's say two images. Just pick your top two images, um, and let's have them be at least two thousand pixels wide. Send them to info at weddingphotographersunite dot com. Uh, two images sent to info at weddingphotographersunite dot com. Have them be at least two thousand pixels wide. I'll put them together on the website, and then when we record the show uh, next week, uh, we will kind of uh, review the work and, and go from there. Anything else that we want to mention? Because, again, this is all off the cuff right now from what I remember from last time. Yes, please, listeners, let's treat this, and you guys too. We should treat it like a real print comp. So if so, then present your image within some kind of border and title it. I'm not, a border? I don't know what the border is. Uh, Come on. A border? <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, but this is digital. Oh, Jimmy, it's not prints. We're not looking at prints. A border no, no, no. will just will take up enter, real estate on the screen. You guys, have you guys entered any kind of print comp through PPI or WP? Or no, I never have. No. <laughs> but you're putting you borders know, around digital images you submit? No. I don't. You don't talk Jimmy about, Neil, knows. with the... Uh, with the digital, you know, no, sixteen by twenty frame image inside. Yeah, no? but 
Yeah, but that's but that's for printing. That print the, cops. The, when you do the actual print, print cops, you yeah, put it in the mat print. and all that kind of thing. But we're talking well, about redoing yeah. work digitally because online. You actually, you, I don't know. You, yeah. uh, those judges they actually judge by the mat and all that stuff. The mat color, yeah. how it's printed, Maybe all we that. Should stuff. have listeners but, do this. Do this. Mat. Do this. Put the border around <laughs> yeah. it. We should actually give then a separate the, score for the digital border. The digital yeah. border. Yeah. it's a good idea. Well, then, okay. Oh, we should Bring get Leah Haydock in with her little dancing music staves yeah. again. <laughs> you guys don't. You know. You don't agree with about a title. Uh, I don't like titles. I hate titles. Yeah. You I gotta do titles. I always find on titles. You got it. Sometimes the title skyrockets an image. Sometimes you look it like hurts. Sometimes and it's brilliant. Well witted. Well. Thought out com, uh, title, and you're like, I don't, wow. I don't, title the image, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Starfy should have subtitles. That that just means you're adding more to the story. Well, sub, just by a subtitle. subtitle. Shouldn't need it. Exactly. I, I'm preparing these people. A thousand the, words, Jimmy. All right. We don't need more words on top of the thousand <laughs> words. You guys, fine. I'm outvoted in this. Okay. So One thousand and four words. <laughs> uh, no, but so. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, what do I submit? <laughs> I know. It's going to be just borders so, and, and words. Like, it's going to be memes. We're going to just get memes now. <laughs> so that's that's the title of the podcast, by the way, Borders and Words. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Definitely not photography. Great. But, um, but yeah, so, so 2,000 pixels on the long end. Uh, pick your top two. Send them to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. If you want to title it, you can you can humor us and give it a title if if you think it's if you if you want to right why not go for it if you want to title it but don't feel like you have to because pictures do tell a thousand words all right how about um, Jimmy judges the title in the in the borders <laughs> <laughs> any, any bordered images and titled images received Jimmy will score that on one out of ten for well you. Neil are you you're a judge now right because you got are you ten to judge oh, no are you not anymore okay. no I got out of that whole scene no uh, I I still am. Um, Just to reiterate, too, because we have the video, we'll be able to share the screen so you'll be able to hear what we're talking about and see the photo all at the same time. So that'll be a nice change from the last critique episodes we've done. Yes. And and just to reiterate, if, you know, it's been a while since we've done one of those, um, we just are here to, you know, give you some thoughts. There's no science to these things. Art is and the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But there are some things that over the years, you know, with experience, you kind of learn things what not to do. And and we'll just talk about within our own styles what we what might make an image stronger uh, personally to us. And it it can kind of be helpful uh, for you to grow. uh, And, you know, it's free. So uh, send in a couple images and uh, we're happy to take a look. Don't be scared. You know, it is what it is. Um, You get you get more. The more that you do that kind of thing, the more feedback you you end up um, getting in the stronger you end up end up being because of it um and this is then this is uh two weeks from now our next two show weeks from now we're gonna just uh yep we'll, okay. we'll put it on the facebook group as a as a reminder outside of this podcast and uh, what we get is what we get and that's fine because uh you know we if we get too many then we, we're recording too many episodes and all that kind of stuff like we had in the past so whoever submits even if it's just a few people that's cool um but uh send in send in a couple images and we'll take a look at them next week and and we'll go from there uh, so, uh, we're going to answer some questions today. Um, Lindsay, what do we got? Anything good? Yeah, we got a lot. We've got a lot. Um, okay. Uh, where to start? The answer is 14. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to start at the top. How about that? Yeah. Can others log in to join the meeting? Yes. Yes, I answered that question. Here we are. You can, you can, you're here. You're on the meeting right now. If you, if you made it, Casey. Um, okay. So second one uh, from Hannah. Here is a new one. We all need to get prepared for the, quote, my small ceremony and photos you took were good enough. So we're canceling our big wedding. What do we get back? Hasn't happened to me yet, but I feel it coming. I'm offering part of their hours from their original package to shoot their small ceremony on the original date, and then their reception is rescheduled. Apparently, lots of photographers are running into this. I don't know what to do when it comes to any refund. What do you think, guys? We kind of talked about that last episode quite a bit about they charging more for 21. And then, yeah, and then refund is like, hey, uh, uh, Something's going on with your internet in the past few episodes, man. You know, I would say. Right when he's about not, to make uh, a point, too. Yeah, I'll step back. <laughs> like a dramatic pause. Right. <laughs> so they're saying this is for people who do their small ceremony this year, and then they say, that was fine. We're good. We don't need a wedding next year. And they right. just they'll change. I don't know. I have a feeling that they'll change their mind. You could always uh, do a cr- uh, print credit, maybe, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. It's an option. Definitely. So are you I, – I, here's what I wonder because um, I am personally just – I noticed, Lindsay, the question you posted in the wedding – the Western New York wedding chat group. Yes. Um, are we taking a new retainer for next year and all that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, man. Different people have oh, different boy. opinions on this. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not personally, but, I'm, but I have had situations where the couple has – rebooked on a date that i was unavailable for and in that case i am not the retainer is the retainer you made that right. decision and and okay um you know i'll give you i'll trade it for an engagement session or whatever but it's non-refundable it's in the contract in my con my original contract i didn't even realize this but it even holds up way better than i even thought it did because i had this like performance section of it that i didn't even like think about because i was when i was looking at the cancellation my performance section in the old contract said um it was just basically like it is contingent upon acts of God. My performance is contingent upon acts of God, upon warfare and all this different stuff that I didn't, I forgot. I even had that in my contract pre Rona, pre Rona. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I, I'm actually totally covered even in my old contract. So I'm not backing down from that. That's nonsense. If you decided to book on a new date now, it is difficult though, because our couples do have these things going on. But my point is, um, I w- wonder, you know, with, with this kind of thing, I have been pretty easy about, and I'm curious to see how you guys have been or how you feel about this, but I've had couples that have booked full-day weddings that have then said, oh, we're doing a small wedding. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm just being like, okay, well, you know what? Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to, if it's like this, if they're going forward with their wedding this year, right? So say it was like a June or July wedding or whatever, and they're saying, well, it's not a full-scale wedding anymore, even though if they booked one of my, you know, bigger packages they say well we're not doing that anymore we're doing just hourly coverage i've just been like okay you know and 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 i'm charging my hourly rate um and taking their the retainer into consideration is that i mean right so i have a question yeah Um, don't you think it's the same amount of work a saturday is a saturday 
I mean, it's this, like you're still going to photograph them getting ready. You're still going to photograph them saying their vows and doing all that stuff. You're still going to photograph portraits and speeches. It's still a full wedding. It's just less people in your way. <laughs> well, but it, it depends. It's easier. On, well, but... well, right. If it's smaller scale. But what I'm saying, I'm not saying that they've taken their 200 person eight hour wedding and made it a 20 person eight hour wedding. I'm saying they've taken their 200 person eight hour wedding and made it a 20 person three hour wedding. Or four-hour wedding. You know what I'm saying? So so if it was the eight hours, I'd be like, okay, we're still going under my original contract. But if they're if they're really doing like three or four hours, I'm like, well, I'm just going to charge what it would be for me and my hourly rate. And maybe I shouldn't fold on that, but I kind of did already. And I just, you know. Yeah, I'm indifferent on that. Yeah, so so am I because if um, if someone books you for a Saturday, someone else could have booked you for a Saturday for a full wedding day. But this is this year, so it's either like all or nothing, still. you know. Yeah, still. Yeah, because if but if they do move, like say they move, you're giving man, you're giving a lot. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Especially, especially not. I don't know. I, well, I know. I know. And and this is, you know, this is the reality of the situation, and it is the reality of the situation is my wife still has her job. You know, and like, and be, and because she does, and because I did get some of the funding and all that kind of stuff we were talking about in those previous episodes, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit around and fight this when, you know, it's like, you know, I would rather just keep them happy and 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 all that. So yeah. Did you, you know notice I mean? in that uh, post I put a follow up question and said, for all the people not charging an additional retainer, is this your primary or what is wedding photography your primary source of income? Right. And and then I, you know, I saw a lot of people were like, well, I also shoot boudoir and families and this and that. And they're able to build that business end of their business up more and do less weddings. And then a lot of people who were like, well, my husband's a doctor and, you know, things like that. It's like, OK, yeah, well, that, if I was that, in that situation, the, I'd be more flexible, too. Yeah, Lindsay, that's the poll I really want to see is of all the people that said, yes, I'm, I'm just moving the date. How many people of those have has a wife, has a husband? Who works? Uh, e- even a um, a roommate, boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, if I want, I want to know who on there said yes and is one hundred percent all photography. Wedding no photography. Help, no, wedding, wedding photography. No help from any any other source. Yeah. You know, I think that I mean, number goes way down, and it's a lot of part oh, timers too who have other jobs and do photos on the side and they're just like yeah sure you know I'll, okay i'll just we're all in this together and move your money forward and i'm like yeah, yeah i want to do that yeah, I mean, and i, I did do that I, in the beginning with my um ppp money i figured okay if these few clients take saturdays next year my ppp money compensates for that cool it's fine but now all of a sudden i'm getting you know my august september october weddings are all wanting saturdays and it's starting to add up so that's why i posted it because i know neil you mentioned you were doing it um, my group of friends, yeah. yeah, my group of friends that I go to Vermont with, they are all doing the same thing too. So I was just like, okay, I guess that's the standard, but I'm, I wanted to take a poll of everybody and I was surprised how many people weren't, but I, I had a, 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 a question mark for a date being moved to next year. Um, and then today was official. I got to change. <laughs> I just, hey. I, I would love to take a, a, a thing you're shaking your head. I, I feel it's going to bite me if I do. I feel it's someone's going to be no, like. No, we're not shaking um, your head because we disagree. We just, oh, can't, it's hear you. just can't hear it's you. Oh, it's your damn right, action again. Damn it. 
All right. You must think I, I got everything else off of everything computer. you say. We really just can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> who, Lindsay, do you, know, do you know who Mary Louise Parker is? Yeah, that's, from Weeds. What, we talked Weeds. about that. Nelson says you look like her. Yeah. We I talked that. about we it on this. the show recently. Yeah, I, I mentioned that to you, Lindsay, a couple weeks back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yeah. Well, oh, there we go. There we go. Don't, do, look, look at that. People are thanking us for being so flexible, and that's after yeah. paying their, yeah. their new retainer. That's, so that's what I'm getting. So, like I said, I got cut out. I, I'm not charging an additional fee. I would. It'd be nice, but I feel it's gonna it's gonna hurt me if I do. So why not? How is that? Oh my do. gosh! Like, I don't, I don't even want to say the amount of money that we. If 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 we didn't make this amount of money, we'd be really really hurting, yeah. really, and and. Since since we've we've been collecting these new retainers, I haven't had to apply. Well, I applied for uh, unemployment, which was absolutely zero help. Well, it was one hundred eighty-two dollars. <laughs> that one hundred eighty-two dollars didn't help. I actually, <laughs> which I saw was the about ultimate, that, ultimate that, that, minimum. That, that was a total error. That was like an issue. Other people were experiencing the same thing. Like they were expecting it should have been the five hundred dollars yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but are they, like, yeah. yeah, now are they going to correct their error? Probably not. But um, but anyway, I mean, you know, uh, luckily our, our PPP did go through. But I mean, that's supposed to make us survive for two and a half months, though. We can't do both. Not true. What's you that? Can't you can't do both. You can't. You can do both. <laughs> Wait, I was simultaneously. Here's you my PPP, my account. No, 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 no. You you can't do unemployment and PPP. You yes. What I'm doing, I'm working and making PPP. A- Andy. Uh, flat out, emphatically, from flat my accountant out, said, you cannot out, collect absolutely unemployment. Absolutely, you can. There has never been any rule that says that you can't. What what you cannot do is double dip. You cannot be claiming unemployment and doing PPP at the same time. Just, However, what you can do the same time. is you can do UI, right? And right. then when when you start when you get your PPP funds, you stop collecting UI. You say for that week, don't give me UI, right? And then for PPP, you do the, you do eight weeks. You have to use seventy five percent of that money for payroll within eight weeks, and then after PPP is over, you can continue with UI. You absolutely can do that. Nobody has ever said that you can't. Um, and from everything that I've seen in, online, in New York State, this, that, that is entirely that's in New York possible. State. Yeah, we're all talking New York State. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, just not that's at what the I same meant. Time. Like you can't double dip. That's what I meant. Right, that's you can't double dip mm-hmm. at the right. same time. Yes. Right. But supposedly, if you're on unemployment, you can't work. I don't Which, think that's true. I don't. I don't think that's true either. Yeah, that's. But but New York State is well, just stuck well, back in the 1970s. Well, you can, where well, you can but you have don't to want claim to... that you worked, and and you have to say if you how much yeah. money you made essentially for that week. So mm-hmm. you can't collect. There's... You, you can't be making money for your business and collecting unemployment at the same time either. It's all the issue much, is people think sense. they're not allowed. People think they're not allowed to make phone calls and answer emails with regards to their, which is no, absolutely not yeah. true. The they point of the unemployment money. Yeah. Un- they don't want to be paying yeah. you forever. They want you to be able to get back to work. So, you know, it, when you have traditional unemployment, they, you have to be seeking out employment. They make you file and say like, yes, I've tried to get a job this week. That's a part of it. They want you to be seeking work and answering emails to try to secure future work is doing exactly that. So if you make money, yes, you can't claim unemployment for that day, but this doesn't mean you can't answer your emails. (laughs) But people are scared and I get it. And they're reading all of this information that says otherwise, like, you know, that you can't answer your emails and it's confusing as heck. And I get it. Dumbest thing. That's the dumbest thing. Never, never listen. 
Yeah. Never listen to an online person like me, okay? Or never listen never I'm serious. Don't listen to me. Yeah, don't listen don't true. listen to Jimmy. Don't look into these people on these comment threads, okay? What you do is you look at the freaking source, people. You go to the source. Sometimes the source isn't clear. Sometimes the source doesn't know what the hell is going on. Like the government yeah. is making these programs up and changing them from day to day as we speak. Go to the sp- source, learn from the source. Or, or at the very least, go to people you actually trust and have have a closer connection to the source, or maybe have a little bit more of no than than you do. That's why we had we had the accountant Tiffany Bastion on that podcast episode to talk about this stuff. Um, but yeah, and a lot of accountants are out there doing like uh, YouTube videos and all that stuff, and like they're doing it like every day, just uh, reporting what's new and and all that stuff. So uh, definitely check that stuff out and don't. Don't look at your fellow photographers for this important legal and, stuff. And check the dates <laughs> on those things because so much has changed since all this started. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, every day. So, <laughs> did we actually answer Hannah's exact question? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, back to the original. Question. <laughs> what was the question? If, there, there was a question. Um, if people cancel their big wedding and only have their small right. wedding. Right. Uh, are you going to refund them? So, and I think we all agree. No. Just go with your whatever your cancellation policy is. Is what stands right that's considered a cancellation uh but i'm confused on the order of events with that because like well, that's why i brought up what i brought up with the you know i'm ma- i'm letting people go from a big wedding to a small wedding right like like as far as i'm concerned like you, like i'm at least the retainer i'm getting the retainer and i'm working for that money one way or the other but beyond yeah. that like if they booked like a full day package and then they or if they if they spread it out between two days um you know, if I got the next year day, next year Saturday open, and they did a smaller wedding this year, then whatever. You know. Okay, so me. here's a good example. So you would. So here's what this actually happened to me. So I had a couple who went from a Friday this year to a Saturday next year. That's annoying, but whatever. And so I let I let that go. And especially wasn't that annoyed because she did said you, they were going to do a small retainers? ceremony. Sorry. Are you collecting new retainers, or are you just I moving? haven't. I haven't to this point. I, I didn't for my May and June. I was going to be gone all of July anyway. So now with my it's August okay, one, I was I planning you, to start. I know. And that's why I asked that because I wanted to know, like, what am I the only one who's doing this? Because I think everyone's doing it. But anyway. Listen, um, it's it's so, not that – listen, listen. It's not I, – I feel like, yes, I should be doing inference sales. And, yes, I probably should be collecting these retainers. Like, like I probably – like, I know these things, but I'm not. Neil, you're doing it the right way, man, and I love you for that. Man. Andy, I'll just show you my bank account, after, uh, all, all my invoices after okay. the show. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Lindsay, continue, That's please. okay. And just to add to that real quick, like even taking an extra retainer, we're still losing thousands of dollars on the actual day next year. It's just like a small chunk to make up a little just to compensate a little bit. So it's basically a compromise. Like I'm still going to lose way more money than they're paying extra. Um, So it's kind of like, hey, can you meet me in the middle a little way with a little extra money? Um, But they they shouldn't have to do that. I agree with that. And also I shouldn't have to lose money either. Like I see both sides of the argument. Um, Anyway, so this this wedding that was moving to next year on a Saturday was also going to do a small wedding this year that they were going to pay me my hourly rate for on top of. So we were going to move their whole package to next year. And then in addition, add a couple hours of coverage to this year. And I was like, you know what? That adds up to basically what another retainer would have been. That's perfect. Love Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then I got a text from her this morning saying that they're going to have a friend cover 
the uh, the smaller ceremony yeah. this year to save some money. And I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> that was like the, the one little teeny tiny chunk of money I thought I might get this summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now that's gone too. But what might happen is they might really enjoy that experience with their family and and just say, you know what, that was good enough and cancel. And I think that's that's kind of what Hannah's talking about. So if I get that email from her saying, you know, we're not going to have it after all next year, um, are we going to give refunds? And in that case, I would just go with my my cancellation policy. Mm. Whatever they still owe, they still owe. You don't get a refund just because you enjoyed an alternative. <laughs> yeah. all, right. all right. Next question. Yep. Uh, all right. So this one. One question. Yeah. yeah. And it's been an hour. <laughs> this is why we need questions. It helps us kill a lot of time. <laughs> All right. So this one is from Steve Krosik. And it says, this is hard to articulate. Oh, boy. Um, but if small weddings become the norm, which seems likely for a while anyway, would that bother you? Or would you maybe even prefer it? A lot of photogs' favorite part of the wedding day is the more intimate moments with the couple anyway, as opposed to the dance floor stuff or even big bridal party shenanigans. What do you guys think? You looking forward to small weddings or do you love a big wedding? If You know what I would love? I would, lo- I would love it for it to be eight to ten hour weddings where there's 40 people there and I have three hours of the couple in the middle of the day. If that happens, I'm all about it. Like that's come on, like that's that's yeah. great. Because I because I like Absolutely. the full day weddings. I like everything about it. I like the different parts of the day. Um, and I've shot some smaller weddings in the past that were just like that. That were maybe 50 people total, and you know that it was a full day wedding. And they're they're nice. They're intimate. They're there's you've got all the moments, as Jimmy likes to say. You've got all the hits. You know. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that would be ideal. And and if it gets to be smaller where they're three or four hour weddings, then the problem with that is financially, um, you know, I would be making half the money that I've made in the past. And then in that case, what I've kind of said is I actually don't mind if some of that happens because I really do want to branch more off into commercial and have more time and, and, and up my portrait game and in studio game and all that kind of thing. Cause I haven't had time in the past. And you know what, if that, if that gives me more time to do that, cool, whatever. I'm going to, I don't think the there's on this one. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason you would have to charge less, though. If it, I mean, just because time. there's more get less guests there's doesn't time. mean. I'm not talking about guests. Less I'm guests talking about time. Right. Just because yeah. there's less guests doesn't mean there's less time. Agreed. They still have to get their hair done. And, and they the, still and the have to put their makeup the on. Is, but the client's going to say exactly the opposite. Like, I, I don't need you for eight hours. I need to need you for four, maybe five tops. And they say, "Well, my I'm I'm an eight hour minimum." retainer this far in advance you can try me a month before especially for a saturday flat fee Uh, we've had that argument before the before without you Lindsay, and i'm I'm, i cannot stress emphatically more stop putting wedding day coverage on there they're going to expect you to be there 14 hours one day yeah i actually you put down a time since yeah i I know and luckily it didn't bite you andy because that's it's going to bite someone if you if you have that in there like well makeup's coming at seven i want you at 7 a.m and then the viennese hour is at 1 a.m right i mean come on you you can't just say what you day i guess i was just saying that if it turns into that most weddings become four hour affairs then that would cut things in half because because i'm not going to charge as much as I'm charging for a four hour day. Um, if, if that became the norm, that would be a problem. 
is is basically my point. But but if they're if they're that if they're longer days and uh, they have smaller guest numbers, then you know it's all good. But but I think what happens is is when you start getting to those smaller guest numbers, there isn't as much craziness throughout the day, and things do take less time. Um, where you know the the day will be a little bit shorter, um, and and it can I turn think... into that a little bit. Andy, so do you I've, have I've a spoken... Friday or Sunday package? As, uh, so as I... where it's shorter hours. Yes. So uh, under typical cir- circumstances, pre-Rona, as I like to say. Um, mm-hmm. I had, <laughs> I had basically, you know, full day, full day coverage op or not full day, but like I'm, I would do an eight hour package or a 10 hour package. And then for couples that contact me for Friday or Sunday that said, Hey, we have a shorter ceremony, whatever. Um, then I would offer them, you know, like an hourly rate kind of thing with either just me or with my second shooter. Well. Okay. So, it, so if someone wants July 16th, I'm just throwing that date out Saturday. there. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably like a Tuesday of next year. Um, but, uh, if someone wants a July Saturday, um, and they want you for three hours for a small ceremony at this point, no, right now, no. Um, right now I'm, I still have the expectation, especially for 2021, because I do think a lot of that's going to push over where I'm only booking full day weddings on, you know, for, for Saturdays, even for Fridays. Uh, Um, you know, so I'm not going there yet, but. I will at some point, you know, like once you start to see what things look like and if it's not a full schedule, then pretty quickly I might say, well, I might need to shift the way that I'm doing that. And and here's the other thing that I was just thinking in my head as we were talking. If weddings do get smaller in terms of the number of people are attending and the, the, the length of time, then they they actually will be easier to shoot. Like from a from a like from a standpoint of. You know, when you have 300 guest weddings, it's a very different kind of wedding than shooting a 50-person wedding, um, regardless of the amount of time. Um, and will that impact prices for photographers if they find that their day is a little bit easier? Um, I don't know. We'll, see. well, wedding photography packages are going to be like a thousand bucks then, or twelve hundred bucks. If I don't, but it also it also can introduce the idea of doing more than if, one if you, wedding a day. Yeah, that's true, which People I did think the, about that. Photographers in the Midwest, I know a photographer who has done three weddings in a day. doesn't happen often. But, he said, I, but I, how I, many, when, so when people say, oh, my wedding's going to be three hours, how, how often does that really happen? Never. Usually, so, yeah, usually yeah, goes have that's a good, very good point. And, and that's, and that's yeah, why point. I've been so easy to say, okay, great, we'll, we'll do your four-hour wedding and I'll do, I'll do the hourly package because it's just going to turn into six hours or whatever anyway. You know, so... So and that's why whenever I do the hourly packages, I just do the, the invoice and then I invoice. I would say, oh, yeah, I'll invoice following the wedding. So whatever we end up doing, I'll just invoice you after the wedding because then when we actually see how much time Andy was there shooting the wedding, working his ass off, then I actually charge for that following the wedding. You know? now, so, what, now, would you do a minimum? I mean, let, let's say if you, you yes. know, this, well, if the bride gets ready, they have a ceremony. She's like, okay, I don't need you anymore. Two hours. You're like, oh, I always have no. a minimum. So, so, <laughs> so usually what I've always said is it's a three-hour minimum on any of those hourly package options. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Guys, I'm, I'm I've photographed like four. a four is yours. Sorry, you cut out. Was, what? Are you talking to me, Lynn? What happened? <laughs> Did you say you do a four-hour minimum? You yeah, yeah. Uh, on anything that's that's big, uh, a, a decent, like a fifty people, twenty people, nothing, just like ceremony and then some portraits. Uh, yeah, it's it's a four-hour. All I got was uh, four, so I was guessing. <laughs> I might have to I might have to chime out then if I if I'm constantly not 
<sighs> it's hit or miss. Yeah. It's comedic <laughs> relief, Jay. It's comedic. I think our listeners are just goal. used to it now. If they've, I if didn't they've... Uh... <laughs> Jimmy, go back. I was you just... got to listen to the live, listen to one of these streams and see what it, what it, okay. what's happening here. Take a look at your internet connection. See what you can do. Reset that router. Maybe we get a new one. I, I, I don't forgot know. this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is hit or, sometimes it's fine. It just it's hit or miss. Um, yeah, I, no, I understand. I understand. All right, so we're moving on? Uh, branching off of that, are there any specific specific marketing maneuvers recommended for the micro-wedding trend? Oh, Becky no. wants to know. Not for me. What do you guys think about micro-weddings? Oh. Pass on this question. I, I, I don't want to hear that. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out too, Lindsay, if you don't move to the next question. No offense to the person writing it. These guys don't <laughs> but, like these. I, I don't know. I'm just, this whole just, micro thing, I don't know, it's, it's too trendy already. It's, it's already trendy. It I'm done with it. <laughs> Neil, you need to pivot to micro editing. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, don't you, you, you want to like look for the uh, URL, micro weddings, for, micro weddings by neilurban.com? Don't you want to... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna start my SEO work right now. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think I here's what here's the problem I see with that is like couples hire me for small weddings all the time. When they look at my portfolio, they're not looking at like, oh, he must have shot that during a full day wedding. You know what I mean? Like, like it could be anything. You know? So like, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. Well, I I'm a engagement photographer that does these. You know? Like, no, it's just that's the work. I can do all I mean, kinds of different things. Let me know. We'll talk to you. Yeah. And figure out what works. Like, like when I hear micro weddings, now I'm like thinking of like porch sessions. You know, it's it's what what everybody's doing right now just to get business or to get get money back. I don't know. I I just think it's that one of those trendy new words that people are just making up as we go along. Well, the thing is, in other markets. Small weddings have been extremely trendy for a very, very long time. Like we're just a little behind the times here, well, where like the big weddings are just said trendy. Popular. So <laughs> it depends. What, like I said, it depends on where you are. Midwest yeah. photographers are not there for prep. They're not there for the reception. Fact. That's it. They they like the, roll in for a ceremony. Well, and well same as uh, all the a destination elopements. These people on mountaintops, you know, they're not having 200 people at those. They've been, people have been marketing for those types of couples and those types of weddings for years now. No, um, they go on photo shoots for eight hours a day. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, I think if I can give any advice to Becky, it would be to um, market photos for specific venues that specialize in small weddings. That would be the way to get your photos to show up in in a way because like andy said you know they're not going to go to your site and like scour it for like okay i think that's a small one so that means they can shoot small weddings (laughs) but if you want to show up in a venue search and someone looks for small wedding venues and then your photos pop up for that venue then you know that might be a way that people find you but i don't have a whole lot of advice for that otherwise okay moving on um so Oh, this is Dylan. Uh, Dylan's asking, uh, and maybe, maybe this—I don't know. Well, I saw what you what you wrote there, Jimmy. But let's we'll answer the mm-hmm. question first. Um, okay. Dylan says, "I would love to hear more talk about um, shooting with gels, um, balancing with different light, and that kind of thing." And Stephanie says, "Yeah, maybe some non-COVID topics would be a good idea." 
and make them happy <laughs> yeah. rather than just the whole show just being about how we're not shooting you know, all this stuff, whatever. It's right, 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 right. All right, let's. So let me. So if I think back to months ago when I used to be a photographer. <laughs> and uh and i used to break out the gels right and uh i used to do that Um, what are gels yeah what are those things um i think that's when you go for a run and then you like squeeze a yeah power thing in your mouth yeah (laughs) so i guess because we're a wedding photography podcast or used to be um (laughs) i think uh we should maybe let's talk about the wedding photography aspect of gelling first and maybe the simple one is uh, you're at a reception, and but some people like some people like not gelling at receptions. They like that blue light hitting on. But maybe just a quick 101 on this for listeners that are new to this. Um, it, well, the question isn't isn't specific for is it are you is the are you gelling something? Yo, you gelling for color correction, or are you gelling for an effect? Well, it's it's two balancing different with different lights. So I feel like this filter is color on. Correction. Okay, if it's color correction, this is balancing. 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 Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's make the image right. look okay. clean, right? So yes. balanced. <laughs> so, do you guys know about this? Who knows about? Who knows about? Uh, we we color talked about this pretty recently. I think. Raise your hand if you know about color temperature, Jimmy, Neil, Lindsay. Does everyone know about color temperature? Neil doesn't. <laughs> Neil forgot. No, never, <laughs> never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I guess just really quickly, <laughs> um, we have ambient, ambient, where the ambient light comes into the camera, and that ambient light that comes into the camera is going to have a color temperature, and depending on the lights that are going off in the room, there's different color temperatures from those different lights, depending on the room you're in, or if you're outside. Outside light, sun, sunlight looks blue, yep, and inside light usually looks yellow. Some, some lights are fluorescent, they look green. But our eyes, the human eyes, are really good at making all that light look generally white. But cameras are really bad at making all those different <laughs> color lights look like white. So what we have to do is, number one, we white balance our cameras. We make our cameras look good, right? So like, so we take that photo in and we white balance it and make it look white. So the, we take that yellow light and make that yellow look, look white. We take that blue light make it look white, right? But sometimes when we're using flash... Flash is a blue light. Flash is usually balanced for for sky for sun. Sun comes down. The sun comes down. It's blue. And out of the flash, this, this, this <laughs> the, the the light that comes out of the flash is blue, right? So like, so we don't want to. I feel like so- you should have a book to hold up and show everybody. Like, is this how you were as a teacher? I should like. like a, is this how you talk to your no, students? No, now that I'm a dad. I'm- to now Chris that Cross. I'm a dad, I want to talk about this stuff in a certain kind of way. That's like I want to present. I want to present my little children's book on 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 flash and color temperature to people. Maybe I should do that. You're, t- was, you're talking to our listeners as if they're children. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was talking about that with Chris, and I was like, "Hey, you know, maybe I should write a children's book since I got all this time during during during, during the Rona." Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what my about book color can temperatures. Be. Yeah, that's what my book can be. It can be about color temperature. Let's talk about the color. Okay, so Kelvin, just, just just to, to finish this up. So, um, so the sun sun is blue. Our flashes are blue, but we're inside. We're inside at a reception, and the and the light off of those off the the torches is usually yellow. So, like, we want to take and gel our flashes to make our to flash make the gel it orange, like CTO orange or half CTO orange to make it at least kind of be similar to the orange light that's coming in the reception room. That's the most basic thing that we do and why we do it. 
but how can we go deeper on on gels i know i know okay. take me teacher Let's, i'd like to call on Lindsay. <laughs> go ahead so let's say you're bouncing your flash off of a wood ceiling. Then what would you do? Ooh, that's orange. That's like brown. That's orange brown. Mm-hmm. brown so then brown. you don't need the CTO gel on that flash. On that, if you're using other strobes that... in the room, right? then that's different. If it's the only flash you're using on your camera bouncing, find a... You to color always... temperature, find a number, find a scale. Yeah, man. Like with light, you always have to think about it like like playing pool, right? The light is going in a direction. <laughs> it's moving from one place to another. What color is that light? And there's what color is the light in all these different directions? And you have to think about it like pool, like moving around, right? And you think about the reflection and how does it? How do you think it's going to reflect? So when it bounces off that warm wood ceiling, right? Um, if the light's blue coming out, it's going to be a different color by the time it bounces back down. It's like it's like pool man. It all reflects and bounces off each other. <laughs> yep. Anything else? No, no, no. What effect I love is shooting in a hotel or any room using daylight and using tungsten as backlight just to warm up that background. I don't know. I just absolutely love that look. Just shoot day daytime. It's it's not working with gels or anything, but it's playing with color temperatures. I, I mm-hmm. love that white look with the with the, just a nice warm background. I God, I love that look. What do you mean? Uh, I'm not understanding. So you're saying like taking a a, a daylight is that groom lit by daylight? Yeah. Both. He's got a uh, light well, on behind him, a lamp. So oh, Neil oh, likes so, having the mixed color temperature. Oh, yeah, so some people would turn that light off. Yellow. They only yeah. want. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you use yeah, the window I, and then and then yeah. back because a lot of people just turn off all the lights. Mm-hmm. I just love that warm glow in the background. Oh God, I love it. I'm the it. first person to rip off a, a shade on a lamp and then put the sucker on the floor and destroy a room if need be. <laughs> yeah. Stuff comes off the walls. Get that painting off. You know, I'm guilty of forgetting to Jimmy, put some stuff this back. Wedding in August, man. I hope it happens because I want to. Yeah, shoot I that know. With you, man. I know. I don't. But I don't who's know. helping who? I still well, have it. I, didn't book that day. Good. Guys, there's a spider I, right next I, to me. The, oh, my God. Oh, God. And your lights are off? Oh, God. What the hell? <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Somebody's got arachnophobia in a way I didn't I didn't know before. Um, well, our, I think we're approaching spider, our time spider, limit babe. here on the show. Is that what you were yeah. trying to say before, Jimmy? Hey, are we still live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely, yeah. I completely forgot about that we're, that we're live. Yep. Um, so, Jimmy, you want to wrap things up? I think we should. I think okay. we had a good episode. Yeah. Okay. We'll get back um, to the questions we'll, uh, we'll next time. We'll continue these questions next podcast. Um, <laughs> we have four viewers. <laughs> you mean 400 or 4,000? Yeah. Yeah, couple zero, four thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really not peak hour to be on a computer. You know, I mean, it's time to. Put yeah, but what else are people doing right now? Well, I only gave Watch. it. I gave it like an hour notice. I was like, "Hey, That's when am I trying to do this?" I said, it's "Put it in there yeah. an hour before," so I wasn't expecting. You know. But I mean, but in all fairness, it's it's fine. I mean, it, during the day would have been an a better time for people. Okay. Well, in any event, <laughs> Jimmy Scott. No. In, 
What? There's so many. Th- I don't. I don't know. I don't know any more about this podcast. About my career as a wedding photographer. I don't know about anything anymore. Um, but what I do know about is the show's about to end. <laughs> and, and I, oh, thank God. Like our careers. And and Boom. I also know that next podcast we are going to do some critiques. So send in images. Send two of them to info@weddingphotographersunite.com. That's the email address. And two thousand pixels long. If you want to title it, Jimmy's going to grade it for you. Um, yep. And other than that, thanks for listening, and everybody. This has been episode number one hundred and thirty-four. Uh, Mr. Farrow, where can people find you? I don't know. <laughs> where am I? Uh, at J for our photo is the handle for Instagram and Facebook is something else. I don't know. J for our photography. And then uh, James is the website. Sorry. To, sorry, everyone that we're all down. I mean, you know, and in all seriousness, we don't, we don't, we don't, we can't help how we feel. Man, last right. Week and we're I all just like, and you're, you're ah, down this week. I'm me. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. uh, you know, sorry. So that's what it is. is right now with all this going on. Uh, Lindsay, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Lindsay at work. Find me there. And Neil. Yep. Instagram, Neil Urban. And my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Thanks for listening in, everybody. We will catch you next week. Jimmy, take us away. We definitely need an explosion at the end. Yeah. <laughs>